Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the 310th episode. What? I thought you forgot where you were. No, I know where I... That's so rude. I'm very hurt by that. You think I don't know where I am, like, at any given time? I'm just a good cup for men, and with me, my unsupportive and bitter co-host, Elsie Escobar. How dare you. (laughs) And then our wonderful producer, sweet, generous, thoughtful. What's going on here? Domingo. Hello, everyone. What, you think you've switched personalities? You haven't. You have a similar personality, believe it or not. Believe it or not, I'm... Walking on air. Thought I could feel so free. What show is that from? Greatest American Hero. That was my favorite show when we moved to this country. Same, flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? We were, I was just thinking about this song the other day, and I was going to ask you if you knew it, and then I thought, that's ridiculous. She never knows anything pop culture. So is that like the one thing? I used to love that song and that TV show so much. It's a great show. And, but I, mind you, that was when I first started to learn English. So there were a lot like that whole, that line that we just uh, sang about the a wing and a prayer. I had no idea that that was the line. I, I used to just met. Me, I used to make noises that sounded like what they were saying, like "ing in a pit." Yeah, something, <laughs> something that was not the words I used to do all the time. Oh my god, that's the cutest thing I ever heard. That's yeah. hilarious. Here we are. Thank you so much, here everybody, for showing up, and thank you for being here live. Yes. Um, before we get started, we can just tell you that if you want to get updates on all of the things. You should probably go ahead and give a text to 302-240-3425. Go so to your phone fun. right now and dial 302-240-3425 so you can join our community and Elsie will send you updates on all the things when we record and everything else. Everything else also, you ever wanted to know. where did this dial and dial, it's not dialing. Dial in? No. Who said dial? You didn't, you just said that and dial. Didn't you just say this? Who? What? You. I didn't say dial. Oh, okay. I did say dial. Oh, you did? You're right. Okay. Yes, you're right. I said go to your phone and dial 302. Yes, that did sound strange, but I let it go. Okay. Well, what would you say? Tap uh, in. Tap it. Tap it out, man. Tap, tap. And tap? You tap. would say go to your phone and tap and, 302. And tap you wouldn't 302. say dial. Yeah, or add. Regardless of what kind of phone you're using, it's still dialing. You are dialing in. No, well, dial is when you went to do the thing with the circle. That's also dialing. I mean, a dial is that. But when you are dialing, I mean, when someone you want someone to pay attention, haven't you ever heard the expression like "let's dial in"? No, I can see that you haven't, but it is a thing. <laughs> it is a thing that people say. Dial in over here. Let's dial into this book. Let's dial it in. But isn't that like, isn't that more putting it in line as in? No, it just means dial. Punch? Dial your telephone. Punch it. Should we punch it? You can't That's punch kind of in. You certainly should not punch any iPhones. That's a very bad idea. I don't like the word punch. That's too violent. Punch, Dialing punch. in is a little bit more uh, gentle. Tickle. Anyway, do what you got to do to type those numbers, type, I guess, those numbers into your phone, 302-240-3425. Mind you, we are six, six um, people away from 100. Oh, that's nice. We're almost at 100. This is fantastic. Considering how many people listen to this podcast and how many people are in the support group, that is lame, you guys. Type the number into your phone. Jeez, it's not going to hurt you. We're not that intrusive. 
Plus, you'll know things before other everyone else. Type. And who doesn't want to know things before everyone else? Write an SMS. Thank you, Martin. Yes, yes, that's right. Whatever. Do just yeah. do anything to put the number in your phone so you get notified when we do it. Dance it in if you must. Dance it on in. Dance it all in. You gotta do. Sing it out. Do all the things. If you don't watch this show live, you're really missing out on a lot of content that doesn't go yeah, into the show. you just got all of this whole shake. Oh, Jen, were you here for the Shakespeare portion of the show? We did. We read. Uh, we did some Shakespeare. And we are uh, continuing. No, it's not. Sorry, Martin, Lena, and Martin. Sorry, y'all are the outside of the United States folks, at least yeah. that I can see right now. So I'm sorry. But That's no. lame lame but anyway Sorry. i'm talking back to jen who is um on here right now and so we're wanting to do a shakespeare showdown of some kind at she podcast live which jess does not want so jen if you would like to say yay let's say yay and convince no. jess that it's no, not, not going to put people me. to sleep uh, she the only doesn't... thing that would come close to being something that I would agree to would be like a talent show. And then you, some of you fools can just do Shakespeare up there if you want. Ugh. That's fine. So annoying. No. But I'm not going to do a Shakespeare off with a bunch of podcasts. No way. We'd never yes, get right. anyone under the, the age of 40 to ever. come. No. Ugh. We'd never so get annoying. anyone under the age of 40 See, to come Jen ever again. Jen will be there. Are you under 40, Jen? Uh, Go ahead. You can be honest. I don't know. Because if you're under 40, then maybe I'll consider it. I'm just taking a guess. Nobody over under the age of 40 would ever want to see a Shakespeare off. And I'm way over 40. And I don't want to see it. But that's my because gosh. my brain no, and maturity you're, you're, level. Have okay. You know, I'm going to have 51. to post about it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going Thank to. You. You'd be better to take vote 52. <laughs> so, hey. I'm going to have to reach out in the group. Because, no, you're not. Or even outside of the group. Because you have nothing else to do but arrange a Shakespeare Shakespeare off? Yes. I find that very hard to believe. Very hard to believe. Okay. Well, anyway, let's move on to our news. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Okay, so there have been some reports. Uh, this may not be exactly happening at this specific moment, but it seems that Apple Podcast Connect could possibly be down or they're not taking new submissions right at this moment. And although, sadly, this happens a lot in Apple Podcasts where things kind of get a little bit broken over there, there's a loop. I mean, there's been all kinds of weird bugs that have happened with Apple Podcast Connect mm -hmm. historically. But this is feeling as if it is in preparation to the Apple event that is happening tomorrow. So tomorrow is an Apple event and it is called Spring Loaded. Of course, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's already happened. Yes. All of this has already happened and you can possibly listen to this and maybe what I'm saying will already have happened or maybe... I'm once again ahead of the curve here, and it didn't actually happen. But what tends to minute. happen is when it these Apple it's events happening. Well, because listen, when these Apple events happen and they present things, usually there is some kind of OS something or other that is released in the wild. Either it happens maybe the day before, maybe the day after, the day of, or possibly within that week. So give or take here and there a day or so, meaning that the new OS, which is iOS 14.5, which we have talked about on the show for quite a while now, since I think around February, may finally be deployed. And why this is important is because this is when that huge change for, and I'm saying huge in the sense that this is the biggest change that has come to the Apple Podcast app uh, system wide for a, like, I can't remember the last time that it was this, this big of an update. It's going to change from subscribe to follow. 
And so that is that functionality that is changing. That is the the first big announcement for that. And it is now being focused on not subscribing to a show, but consuming a show right away. So playing your show is going to be the most important call to action for anybody that goes inside of, podcast, of Apple Podcast. In the same way that, let's say, you've used um, the music you know, Apple Music, when you go into Apple Music, you usually look at the songs and then you just press play, right? You play the song. That's the same sort of behavior that they're trying to move to uh, the podcast app, which means that it's going to be less about the entire show as in subscribe to the show and more play the latest episode. So you play whatever is happening at the beginning. So one of the first things that we have to pay attention to is that those first 30 seconds of a show are going to possibly be the the biggest deciders for somebody to continue listening or not. Right, Jess? I mean, that's what I would say. Yeah. If that's how it's going to be, then yeah, definitely. But it isn't. it is kind of already like that, right? I mean, people drop off after around that anyway, if not less. And here's the other thing that right now this is going to possibly affect more and you should cater your stuff more to folks that are not already podcast listeners. So this is going to be more, it's going to impact more people who don't listen to podcasts than the ones that are already listening to podcasts. Because those, it's really not going to affect them because they've already, they're already in the game. They already know how to behave. This is for new people. Just for people that are starting. Yeah, just for people that are starting. So that's the biggest thing. So. Part of it is that you keep an eye on that. The second thing is that this is also when in iOS 14.5 is when that big ATT update, which is the whole huge privacy thing that Apple is putting out that we covered, I think not in this episode, we covered it not on 309, but on episode 308, I believe we talked about it. uh, unless we didn't talk about it when I when we talked about Apple is rejecting apps that use third party code for alleged um, privacy infractions. I don't remember. You don't remember if we talked about that. I also don't remember if we talked about it either. Maybe we didn't. Um, Chances in, are probable. It's a probable because we often skip all of these things. Mm-hmm. And part of it is that there is a huge update that is essentially what Apple is doing is making sure that apps are forcing those that use them to opt in to being tracked versus what's happening now, which is either no opting into anything, you're just tracked, or opting out of being tracked. I have seen an update. It actually, I don't know if you've seen it, Jess, when I opened up iOS or the iOS app on my iPad and the iOS app on my phone, the Facebook one, it popped up a little thingy that told me to opt in or opt out. Of stuff. So. Really? Mm-hmm. And it said, if you opt out, you're not going to get, and it really broke down exactly what I was opting out of because they don't want you to do that. But those apps did uh, do that for sure. Interesting. 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 So that is going to be affecting a lot of apps out there. And it is possibly the largest privacy update for a company to make out there. We'll see what happens. So that should be happening tomorrow uh, after the Apple event or before or whatever, because people are going to be looking up. But most of the time, what tends to happen is that things do tend to take longer. Things tend to break. The Apple podcast directory sometimes doesn't update forever, even more so than usual whenever there's an update either before or after whenever there's going to, this is going to happen. So don't fret for those of you who happen to be watching live or maybe watch it before Friday, that it's going to all settle down. Everything's going to be fine by next week, but maybe today or tomorrow, there might be some, or even the next day, something might be funky. A skew. A skew. That's a great, great word. So are you the type of person that downloaded the new update immediately or do you wait and read the rumors and stuff? I wait. I'm not a, I I wait. I wait at least until uh, 14.5.1 has been released. Really? You don't Mm -hmm. ever do the zero? I don't because my phone is too important to me. And if it bricks it and something happens to the phone, I'm screwed. And I'd rather but not. you know be. there'll be an update sooner or later. 
Uh, sometimes it takes longer. And if it breaks my phone, I don't want it. But if it's really stable and people are saying it's really stable, this is a stable, it's a stable, 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 and I see that, then I'm cool. But if it has like funky, weird bugs because there's been like message, yeah. messages bugs, there's been um, uh, b- Bluetooth pairing bugs, there's been – and I don't want to deal with that because I, I use my phone too much for me to be in a place where I can't make it do what I want it to do. Battery sucking the lifeblood bugs. <laughs> mm, interesting. Yeah. I don't do it either unless it's inhibiting me from using something that I use often. Right. Once in a while, this will be launched and then three things I use that no one else uses is broken and I can't use it until I'm on 14. I am more worried about my laptop. Like that's the thing that I wait as long as possible to update because those right. things are like what's on like Adobe and you know, those things are much more important to me than anything on my phone because it's where I do all the nitty gritty. So I usually wait on the computer. I don't think that I update. Sometimes I wait up to a year. I know that's pathetic. I mean, for the new, for the new OS, not for updates, not for security I mean, you're updates just missing like out on all those cool emojis when you do that because you know they always have like 18 I know, and that, emojis. And it's, you know, what? And what if so there's one that's like a Latina podcaster? You're going to be fucked. And it's so sad, Jess. It's so sad that it's little things like that that make it's me. It's so, it's emojis are always the di- differentiator. Like if I want to take a chance, I'll do it for the emojis. Not for fun, not for privacy, not for like functionality that's going to help my life be better. But that's the most frivolous thing you've yes. ever admitted to, I think. Yes. Absolutely. That's so frivolous. I can't believe I it. I am an emoji Whore. lover, man. <laughs> sorry, I cannot even. Whore. If you're watching, mom, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's not good. I, I sorry, Elsie's mom. Yeah, I was just kidding. We're just gonna have a. We're just gonna apologize to my mom all the time. Every now. time we every start time it's from just, now you on. never know when she's gonna be I'm, there. And then afterwards, I go, oh my gosh, I always forget that was probably not something I wanted to. Yeah. Talk about, Oops. but e. But maybe she would have gotten to know me better if I was a teenager and I had a podcast then. No, because she wouldn't listen. Really? You think she would listen to your podcast? Of course. Your mom? Of course. What would you have talked about as a teenager? Nothing that would offend her, I'm sure. You're probably as pure You're as the right. driven snow for the longest time. Oh, look. She said thank you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome. my God. <laughs> See, see, I know. We're just going to apologize to you, mom, every single time. Or maybe we can just, yeah, I don't know. Do you, I'd love to know, and you don't have to type it if you don't want to, mom, but if (laughs) Elsie had a podcast when she was a teenager, A, would you have listened to it? And B, would you have preferred that to now so that she wouldn't be so mysterious? Or would it be literally the same podcast? Because I have a feeling it would be the same podcast. I don't think you're that different than you were. I don't think I would have said anything. I was too shy. I don't think I could have even spoken two sentences. I would have been, yeah, unless you yeah. were around and we were this close already. So I'm a bad influence. Is what you're, you're not saying. a bad influence. You are actually a good influence because you've made me speak. Yeah. And like share things. I was just telling my friend who's a lawyer yesterday that um, I saw two friends yesterday, one who's an HR rep. And as a result, you know, she kind of subdues. And makes me communicate in a more political, politically palatable way. And then I have another friend who's like a lawyer who argues civil rights. Uh-huh. She's a, kind of a, a hothead. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, it's good to have some friends that are a good influence on you. Not like you. <laughs> and she was like, oh, thanks a lot. And I was like, because around her, like, I feel very empowered. Like, I feel like I'm seven feet tall. But that's not always good for me. That's, mm. That is permissive. Mm. It's permissive to be bitchy. And like Laura, you know, and my other friend, she kind of like makes me want to get along with everyone. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a weird dichotomy. So, yeah. This is good, though. You need to have both. I don't know that I'm necessarily more politically palatable around you, but I definitely. Yeah, I mean, you're a good influence on me, too. You make me think about how other people feel, which is something I don't usually do on my own. So great. I'm so glad. Not how you feel per se, but no, other but people. other people. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Yes. Yes. 
I don't know. How, how did we get into that? Because we were talking about your mom and the podcast. And apologizing. But. Yeah, and apologize. So what I was going to say about Apple is I'm glad you had this article today because I was just thinking yesterday that I was way overdue for a new phone because I think my phone is like a 10. But why are you going to buy it now if there's not going to be a new phone released? I'm waiting till September. Well, I didn't get to that part in the article oh. yet. I was just sort of trying to find what you were referring to. Oh, but I see. If I, there's no phone, then that's fine. No but No, there's no phone. Well, then I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah. I think it's a 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine, is a, mine is an 8, 10. and it's on its last leg. Now, whenever I open an app, it takes, I don't know, 20 seconds. How can seconds. you wait so long? <laughs> an 8? You've had the 8 since – you've had the 8 for so long. You had an 8 I know. when we were in California – Doing yeah. the show in Anaheim. I remember you had an eight. That was 2018. Nope. Yeah, it's been a while, I think. Oh, yeah. my God, Elsie. That's, I mean. But I have all the other things that are upgraded. It's just that I haven't found the right phone. The phone hasn't called my attention. There's always something that I'm not okay with. There's always something that I go, oh. What's wrong with the 12 that has the, like, DSL camera? 12 megapixels. I don't like the colors. Oh, my. Again, frivolity yeah but if i'm gonna be spending that much money on the phone i want to have the phone that i want so you don't like the colors and that's no. why yeah hold on hold on what colors does the iphone 12 even come in hold on so are we really gonna go down this rabbit hole well the other thing is don't you put a cover on it oh yeah they're hideously ugly Blue, I do green, but red, white. There black. are some things that I didn't like. I'm telling you because I did the research and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not sure. I really want to. It wasn't worth the upgrade for me. I wanted yeah. to do the iPhone 12 Mini. That's what it was. That's the one that I wanted. That's the one that I really, really wanted. But the reason I also didn't get that is because they don't have the 512 gigabytes. They only Yo. go up to 256. What? And that's, no. That's not a thing for me. That can't so, be right. They have to that have is right. the, that's the why memory. I, that's why I didn't get it because I wanted the mini. That's the oh, one that I wanted. My God. So speaking of new um, materials, it says that it's going to do some uh, stuff to the iPad, make some changes to the iPad. Good. Yay. I didn't read all the stuff. How many Apple products do you have in your house? Have we counted lately? All of them. We've already talked about this. Yeah. I have every one. So we have all of them. So like this is a big deal for everything you touch that relates to media. It yes. will affect Apple TV. It will affect Apple Fitness. It will affect yes. your iPad. It will affect your yes. pencil. There's something about them doing like a new glossy pencil, which is like, I'm just figuring out how to read my own handwriting. I don't want to do anything funny with the pencil at this I point. I don't want anything for the pencil. Like there's none exactly. of that stuff. I'm just, the operating system is a thing and I want a new phone at some point. But again, even my computer, I would not have bought the one, you, you know, the one that I got before she podcast live. I would not have bought that. I had to get that because my computer broke. But the one that I have now is the one I definitely wanted. And so it would have been until last year that I would have finally upgraded because it was the right machine for me. I don't just get the newest one. I get the one that I want exactly how I want it, which is why I waited so long for the Apple Watch as well, because I didn't want the ones before. There were so many things that I was like, nope, nope. Nope, I don't want. It. I don't like it. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like the other thing. Finally, when they got to series six, I was like, I think that's the one that I want. So I noticed that on our docket today, you have a job. Yes, I do have a job. Is this a job that you want? Because sometimes I find jobs that I'm probably working in a whole nother life. And this seems like one of those jobs where like, I'm totally going to apply for this job, get it, move to the city and be a fucking badass. But we both know that's oh. never going to happen. No, so I instead, don't want this job. You don't want this job. No, I don't I want this I would totally job. want this job. You would be perfect for this job, in fact. I don't want this job. Okay. All right. That's what she says. Um, but it's an interesting job. I think that... You we know, should tell the people what it is. I do, oh, yes. Yeah. So the job that I'm posting here, is, it, it's been the talk of the town for... I've seen it in so many different places. Usually, this job doesn't really come out in too many different places. I, I mean, job... People don't really talk about new jobs in podcasting, but this one has come out, and this is for head of audio slash podcast programming, editorial, and publishing for Netflix. Mm -hmm. And, yep. you know, yes, I think that if uh, out of all of the jobs, I thought this might be something that I would be qualified to apply for. This is something that I would 
be able to do fairly well. The only thing that I'm not very strong on when it comes to this is there's a part here when the, where it says the ideal candidate it has, and it says background in journalism-related work. I don't have that. And it also has proven track record of exceptional storytelling and audience growth and engagement. And it's the storytelling part. Yeah, I guess. That I'm not, uh, well, everything else. Everything else is you. Also, this thing is very not okay for me. High tolerance for change and the capacity to accomplish enormous amounts of work in a fast-paced and ever-changing environment, which is code for we will own your life. Work like a dog, get no pay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to encourage all of you from doing, I mean, you from know, not applying. Like that. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I Go have way it. too many things going on. I'm also almost Same. 50 years old. I have no time for that in my life. I have no time for anybody to own me. In fact, it's the opposite. I'm working on allowing all the things to work on their own. And then I get an opportunity to just occasionally show up and say, green light, Green light, nope. Green light, and then I still keep getting money. So I'm working on that. I'm not yeah. working on. I want my hands on deck, and I want to be be called at midnight because there's a fire burning. I do not want that. Mm. So yeah, uh, but you, man. given all of that, for those of you young folks out there, somewhere do in it. another alternate universe, there's mm-hmm. a Jessica with bleach blonde hair, probably skinny. And she lives in L.A. and she's doing this job for Netflix. And she's enjoying every moment of the power and the glory that it comes with. Every moment of the power and the glory. But all, I also do think, though, Jess, if, if, like, if I decided to apply for this and I got it or I was very close to it, I do feel that it would kind of require me to step away from a lot of things that I'm already doing. That's true. Like all the things like, that you're doing. Like all the things. Like this, yes. like everything. Everything yeah. I'm doing. And it would be 100% this is my life now. Yeah. Including moving to the West Coast. Right? I know. So, but you would leave near, uh, closer to your mama. So yeah, oh, yeah. Thing. Closer to my mama in theory because I have and a feeling brothers. this would probably be in – I would have to live closer to whatever the in quote office is. And as you all know, and I'm sure we have some West Coasters in the house that are here that can tell you that anytime you get on the highway in Los Angeles, it takes Mm -hmm. you a horrific amount of time to be in traffic to get from point A to point B. And that is uh, horrible. It is horrible. The traffic there is the worst. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyway... But for those of you, like, do you want to talk a little bit about what it entails? So if anybody, we're going to, we're going to obviously have all of this in the show notes, but the podcast strategy and team management here would be to lead and shape Netflix strategic presence in the editorial podcast space that includes audience focused content and talent led opportunities, uh, working closely with cross department teams on Netflix overall podcast portfolio, driving and managing the partnerships with distributing platforms and other partners, staying up to date on industry trends and drive innovation in the Netflix podcast initiative to identify emerging business opportunities, manage a small team of internal podcast experts and producers, manage department budget, and determine internal and external infrastructure uh, needs to support the podcast initiative. Uh, yes. Yes. I think that, you know, when it comes to that, there's a lot of these things that I'm really qualified to do. <laughs> there is a lot. A lot. But uh, like we mentioned, I, do, I don't want to be owned. No, you don't. It's not something I want. I mean, not by them anyway. By not me, by them. you're okay with it. Yes. You own me, my friend. Because you're also very fun. I am fun. And no one has ever accused me of say, not being fun. Yeah, and and I can also text you and and say that I'm about to lose my mind, and then you go, "It's all right. Aww. We can reschedule." It and is I say, okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> and th- this is why it works, Jess. We have to talk about the Facebook thing. Okay, we okay. must all because right. this is also, in fact, let's do a quick search right now. Can you do a quick search? They're supposed to have been announcing this thing right no, now as we're recording. Okay, let's see. Uh, Facebook announcement. Video audio. Com- I thought, yeah, rooms. 
today. We have rooms, I thought. No, today. Like, be, be, oh, if there's something right now, two hours. Oh, ago. hold on, no, hold set, on. They're still set to announce. We need something that has been announced. Oh, this Facebook is twenty one hours ago. Okay, hold on. It should be happening right now. I guess they were having a something at one p.m. today, one p.m. Eastern, yeah. or maybe it's maybe well, it's. No, it's probably Pacific. It's probably 4 p.m. our time. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I found something. Facebook now lets users export posts and notes to Google Docs, Blogger, and WordPress? That's not what you're talking about, but that's new. No, that's not what I was talking about. No. But it's but it's news as of today. It's been reported Facebook is developing a competitor to Substack. No, that I did not hear. So that's interesting. Company has offered tools that let you download the information you've posted. What else? Export Facebook photos to Google. The possibility of giving you the exact news about what Facebook is doing is not quite clear as of now. It should be happening later today. So yeah, it is at this point in time, it's a little bit on the speculative side and we don't know the logistics or specificity of it. But, but that's right. Facebook is going to announce new audio products today. So it could include an audio version of Rooms, which is the video conferencing product they have, as well as a Clubhouse-like product that let groups of people listen to and interact with speakers on a virtual stage. How is that going to work? I don't know. Facebook will also launch a product allowing its viewers users to record brief voice messages and post them in their news feeds, and a podcast discovery product that will be connected with Spotify. I know, right? Oh, my golly. This is the part that I wanted to know yeah. more about. The announcement is today, but some of the products won't show up for a while, it says. And then also it says Twitter is testing an audio feature, Spaces. And Facebook is also dabbling with live audio rooms offering within the messenger room. Have you ever used a messaging room? A no. room? I don't no. wouldn't even know what to use that for. I'm sure Bonnie has. Bonnie's watching. I'm sure Bonnie has too. I'm sure she has. But you know what it is? I think it might be aimed at families for Facebook, as in like, let's all go in the bedroom, in the bedroom. (laughs) What? Let's go in the room and talk, everybody, my family, because everybody's on Facebook. But I don't know why I would want to go in the room. No, what? No. I don't. I I thought messaging rooms were like. Okay, like, let's just say we're in a group, me, you, John, and, you know, whomever else. And you and I have something to discuss. We could go in a room outside of the messenger group and discuss things amongst ourselves. Why wouldn't we just DM each other? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Why can't we just start a group chat? What's the difference between the group? But anyway, I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure we'll find out that there's a thing. And maybe Bonnie, Bonnie, if you do this or have thoughts... Send us some voice feedback and we will play it on the show. That would be great. Video conferencing, no limit to how long you can talk. You don't need a Facebook account to join. Um, Rooms are like Zooms. They're not encrypted and they're therefore trollable. So you can create a room. I guess this is for, again, is it for speaking? I guess it's a Zoom alternative, but like, why wouldn't you just use Zoom? I thought Zoom was free. Look, my mom has a great question. What if you don't have Spotify? Well, Spotify is, I think what it is, is you'll be able to search on Facebook for podcasts and Spotify will show you the information. I I don't know if you can actually listen within Facebook or if you'd have to go to Spotify. Well, so, okay. But Spotify and Facebook are already connected. They are already connected. You can go in your Spotify account and see what your friends are listening to. And you can even see that. In your yes. newsfeed on Facebook, yes, exactly, and I and this is what it where that interesting connection happened a while ago. That came to almost nothing, meaning what your friends are listening to and all of that stuff. Nobody really used that. No, I mean you can, but it not very many people shared about it. But the way that it's showing up, that internal uh, meshing of both of them are, you know how on Instagram you can get. When you listen to Spotify, you can share to your Instagram stories and it's integrated with Spotify. It's the easiest thing ever. It's what I tell every single one of my clients to to do. You you have to do this because it's the easiest way for people to not only follow your show, but listen to your latest episode because it's integrated into those Instagram stories. Now, if doing that 
here on Facebook works in that same fashion, which means that when they're on an app, if they're reading your stuff and somebody shares your latest episode and it says, listen on Spotify and you tap on it and it's directly integrated with one tap, you immediately get Spotify to open up and play your podcast episode. I think that would be a game changer for most people. That's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. 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 <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that is why I wanted to talk about that because I'm very curious. So by the time, I'm assuming by the time we record next Monday, we will have a little bit more details about this because at this point in time, nothing has been released and we don't even know if it's going to be released anytime soon. It could be a year from now because people yeah. tend to release things and then, oh, well, they go away. We don't know. Right. And lastly, uh, I just wanted to touch base on this on this last thing here. That doesn't really necessarily involve us too much, but I was really curious about the, this poor guy. So it well, not poor guy that he he helped to solve. He so he's a true crime podcaster. Uh, his name is Chris. I guess Chris Lambert is his name, and he really he started this podcast and he helped solve the mystery. And he's such. A guy who is not the kind that really ever wanted to have fame. He's just like, I just want to be left alone. Oh, right. I don't. People are. This is crazy. This is crazy. It's crazy, yeah, man. Crazy, man. But he he totally led. He in his podcast, he led a man to confessing to killing this woman. Mm -hmm. And that's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. He totally did it. This is going to fire up all the rest of the true crime podcasters to pick a story and really dig into it now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. As they should, because it's, you know, it's interesting. I mean, not every story is probably this in-depth, too. Though. No, no, not at all. There's something he said in here, that, and I thought, aw. And it's also something about the fact that he wasn't making the reason that he started it wasn't to make money or it was something along those lines where he's a very, very much like you and I, mm -hmm. he just started and he started to record. Oh, here he goes. It says, um, all the attention isn't leading to a lot of money. <laughs> Lambert takes no advertising for the self-produced podcast, relying on donations. Yeah. Oh, well, ski. Oh, well, I guess that wasn't, oh, well. that wasn't so exciting for you, uh, is what I hear. Just. <laughs> That I'm sharing. No, oh, this tricky. Really. This is not exciting. Anyway, if you all are in, tell I'm not interested because you're almost falling asleep, uh, yeah. <laughs> while I'm that speaking, I think me, that's you know? a that's probably a giveaway, right there. I mean, you're not that boring, but this subject is not that exciting to me. You're right. You got me there. Yes, John, but you have a question. Not only did they get the guy who killed the woman, they got. The killer's father, because the killer's father came yeah. and helped him dispose of the body. Yeah, and the the killer's father is 80. Right, and I thought to myself, if one of your kids called you and said that they killed somebody and they need to help dispose the body, would you go and do it? Because I would. This you is would? a very hard question. Wait a minute. You would go help someone dispose of a body? Not, Not someone, someone. Your child. My child. Maybe it depends on the circumstances under which. Listen, they... all I can tell you right now is that I don't know. I can tell you this. I don't know what I would do. I would want to say I would like to do the right thing. But it's I would your like kid. To, I, I would like to say that. Uh, would you do it under the guise that your child is presumed innocent? Or what if you knew they were guilty? Right. I'm doing it under the. How do you say guys? Under the guys that they're. Innocent. Look at my mom. No, which it's murder. It's a, it's a sin. That's what I'm saying. You well, I know that sin. Listen, all I can say is that I don't. I would want to know. Listen, I would want to do the right thing. I want to, of course, but I don't know. Listen, if my child was a serial killer, or my child was a psychotic, crazy person who was murdering people and hurting lots of folks, of course. I would not sit there and no, that's a different, right. a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. 
I don't, I actually don't know the circumstances of this podcast. So I don't know if the guy, you know, I, I don't know the circumstances of this poor woman's death and murder. I don't know. I can tell you for certain that I would not help them hide a body unless I knew for sure that either the person murdered really, really deserved it or they weren't actually the killer. They just stumbled upon a body and for whatever reason looked very guilty. Hmm. Then I'm, well, still, I think I'd still, I'm such a nerd. I still pr- would want to call the police and be like, my daughter found a body. Hey, you know what? I just watched Gone Baby Gone. Have you watched that movie? Yes. So that have. has a very interesting moral dilemma at the end of it. No, I've never seen this one. I was thinking of a different movie. No. So that one has a very, very, it made me think a lot about what Two happened detectives in detectives investigate a little girl's kidnapping, which ultimately turns into a crisis personally and professionally. No, that doesn't seem like it's up my alley at all. <laughs> I cannot watch little children be hurt. Gone, baby, gone. People who have not watched the movie, this is when you stop listening to me speak because this, <laughs> Spoiler? Gonna, this is ma- major, major, major spoilers. Okay? Okay. KKK. So, it's KK. So it seems like in this... In Boston area, <laughs> there is a little girl that goes missing. You know, everybody's investigating and the parents of or some family members for the little girl come to get this uh, a pair. It's like a, a girlfriend and boyfriend who are detectives. And then they ask them to help out find the girl because they're they're thinking the police isn't going to find them. And they end up doing like all kinds of investigation and the whole movie takes a long time to develop all kinds. It's a really great uh, script forever and ever and ever with the development. Nobody ever really finds the girl. There were some times when you think that, oh, no, the girl died. And it's she's a four-year-old little girl. And the mom of the little girl is very problematic. The mom is a cokehead. She uh, is not taking uh, care of the little why girl Why did at you all. watch this? Because I always watch these films. Anyway, so they st- – and the mom – yes, anyway, the, the mom is a drug addict. She doesn't take care of the girl. She – in fact, one of the reasons that she was taken is because I think that she left her where she wasn't supposed – like, she took her to a bar or something while she was getting high with some guys at the bar, like, in God. the car. Something super not okay, right? This uh-huh. – she is on the verge of of just negligence, criminal negligence with her child. She is that messed up. So there's that aspect of it. And then all the way towards the end, like in the last five minutes of the movie, you find out that there has been a conspiracy that um, the mom actually what ended up doing at the beginning is that she and her boyfriend swindled a Coke dealer, which is why they, they figured they whoever stole the child to get the money back. But in reality, what happened is one police officer and the mom's brother is the one that conspired to take the little girl away from her and keep the money because they wanted the money. And two, they felt that the little girl was going to die because they didn't take care of her at all. So they conspired that to, to do that. But then what ends up happening is these two die and then the little girl ends up with the police commissioner mm-hmm. being raised by him in a home that is taking care of her and she is happy and she's going to be in an environment of being supported and loved and taken care of. And the detective finds all this out at the end and he comes up and he confronts the police commissioner and he says, this is not okay. This is morally wrong. She needs to go back to her mom. And the girlfriend tries to convince him to let this go. Cause just, uh-huh. Because everybody still thinks she's dead. Everybody, she's already had a, she's already had a funeral. It's been a year. Everybody thinks she's dead. Mm-hmm. And at the end, the righteous detective, who also happens to uh, be very Catholic, and Boston as a whole is very Catholic as a town. He is 100%, no, this is not the right thing. And so he tells on the police commissioner, so all in all to say, the girlfriend breaks up with the man because she feels that it is not good for the little girl. And then the last scene that they have of the movie, the young detective 
came to visit the mom to check on the girl and oh. the mom is off to go on a date and is essentially going to leave the little girl by herself at oh. the house. She's like five. And she ends up asking if the man would babysit the little girl while the mom goes out partying. And the last shot of the movie is them sitting watching a movie together. The little girl oh and the Oh, my God. Boy. So... <laughs> So it's very stressful. It's very stressful. And it's also very, yeah, I mean, obviously, there are a lot of bad things that happen. I mean, it's very violent. There's a lot of murder and lots of drugs and lots of weird stuff. Why do people watch that on purpose? Like, I I guess once you've, I mean, not that there's been any murder in my family, but once you've lived some of that, you don't want to see it anymore. Like, I just don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. So anyway, I never had anyone kidnapped either, but just the whole children being tortured like i cannot stand it well yeah they never showed any of that really not for the okay, little girl well, that's good not for the little girl but the little girl was super happy and with the other guy and then so right Oy yeah. vey. all right anyway well, a- that's the moral dilemma. i don't even know is this uh, anyway i just thought it was an intriguing moral dilemma it is well so back to whether or not you'd help your kid bury a dead body I think there's a lot of circumstances still surrounding whether or not you should say yes or no to that. John was like, yep, I'll do it. I already did it last Yeah, no, week. I think that there's a lot of – I agree. There are many circumstances, absolutely 100%. Many, many circumstances. But but again, key. I'm just – that's why I said I don't know what I would do because you don't know what the context is. You don't. Okay, well, I guess we should just wrap wrap it on Let's up. Let's wrap it all up. Even though it's a gruesome note to end on. Thank you so much for watching She Podcast and listening to us today. If you want to find any of our show notes, you can go to ShePodcast.com. You can also send us an email and let us know what you thought of today's show or any show. Feedback at ShePodcast.com. If you're interested in learning more about the event that we're having this fall, October 14th through the 17th, 2021, you can go to ShePodcast.com forward slash live. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ShePodcasts. I cannot think of anything else to tell you, so I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you so much again. Love you. Bye. That scared the shit out of me. Honestly. See, Clara, I think we should have a Shakespeare showdown. I absolutely <laughs> think it would be fantastic. All Clara, of us need to do, we all need to memorize a sonnet. I pick sonnet 44 since I already hey. know it and I'm not going to do it again. Hey, um, Clara, you be quiet. No, Sarah, uh, Clara. <sighs> quiet you. We should right totally, how do you say it? Campaign. We campaign for this. We campaign. For a Shakespeare showdown? Yeah. No. Yes. Hey, you know what? I'm not trying to bore people to death. They won't come back. First of all. Clara, are you hearing this? I am I am absolutely. How do you say it when you get mad at somebody? Furious. Insulted. Oh, offended, insulted? Yes. I'm See not me? speaking yes. to your talent as much as I am to <gasps> Shakespeare's talent. Oh, my Lord. Jess, do you think what? me memorizing and doing Shakespeare on stage would be boring? <laughs> It would be in my fat tongue South Jersey accent. No, how that could would that- be hilarious, actually. <laughs> Didn't somebody wait? Somebody did. Does, isn't there a podcast? Did we discuss this? Not that There's I know. There's a podcast. No, I think. I think that Dave Jackson sent me this. No way. This one podcast. Not it's. It's really. It, There's somebody whose show is exactly what you're talking about, John. And it is. A woman, I believe she's from South Jersey. I think she has a Jersey accent. (laughs) And she does. I'm not sure if she's reading Shakespeare or if she's reading like a a classic English. Like it could be Elizabeth Barrett Browning sonnet type thing. It could. I'm not sure it's a sonnet. I think she reads an entire book. Oh, Christ. And it's, um, it's, it's, it is. You know, you historically British and very, hmm. you know, non-Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I cannot remember exactly where he sent it. I don't know. And I believe he even sent it to me as, as a weird and wild show of the week. But it's been a while. I just remembered now that he did that. This is why when you say you have ADHD, I have my doubts. Because 
as an ADHD person, I had a very, very hard time wanting to and motivating myself to read Shakespeare. As much as I know it's genius, like the whole deciphering of the meaning of what he's saying, you know, first you have to say it out loud and then you figure out what it is. And then, you know, you'd had like I was an English major for a while, so I had to write essays and stuff. And anytime he said, today we're going to do Shakespeare, I'd be like, no, because it was so much extra work to figure out. It's like translation first. You have to translate it, and then you can comment on it. I mean, and Brit Lit was my favorite because I liked Chaucer a lot. There, there's other British um, authors that I really liked a lot, but fucking Shakespeare, man, that pompous son of a bitch. I'll tell you what. I don't think – you know when I really <laughs> – when I got into it, though, Jess, it wasn't – when I finally got into Shakespeare, it was when I started to perform it. Oh, that's versus different. when I started to read it, right? So read, getting, read. you have to read Shakespeare in class. When I was in high school, it was a, a horrible experience that I could, I could okay, read an entire thing and I had no idea what I just read. Like, same, kind of, same. Right? It was yeah. just done. But when you perform it and you get the, and you get the notes behind yeah. And the what nuance. the scenes are about and how to use – like there's so many interesting things that he wrote into the punctuation yeah, where whenever true. he uses a comma, whenever the, the meter is off, whenever there are is a period, whenever there is a space, all of that is essentially blocking that he's built in or something is happening emotional to the, emotionally right. to the character. And so I mean, when you start to see it from that end – it becomes something so much richer than if you're reading it for school and you're trying to figure out what a rub is. I mean, that's <laughs> right. So um, I knew that in high school, actually. And most people do. Most people figure that out in high school without Shakespeare. But acha. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, um, I don't know what the show is. I'm sorry, but it does exist. Oh, see, look, Claire, Claire Harris says, did you bite your thumb at me? Uh, yes. And see, we used to have contests for uh, insults, Shakespearean insult, insults as well. And that was all, oh, so exciting for the theater folk. <laughs> it was always like the funnest part of the class to come up with Shakespearean insults. I could see me doing Shakespeare. To be or not to be. That is the question. Line. Because that's all yeah, I would exactly. remember. All right. Line. Line. All right. Um, I'm ready to go when you're ready to go. Okay. Here we go. Let us. Let us begin. I'm just <laughs> reading some things really quickly here. Just to make sure things are not on fire. Wait a minute. What are you reading to see if it's on fire? Just Your things email? are on fire all the time. This and is I the need time, Elsie. But when you're here, I need you to be here. I, I need you to be here. John, do you hear this? Yeah, I hear you. You know, that is the pot calling the kettle black. As, she's, do as she's doing her nails, she is right. telling you to be here. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> he thinks the lady tells if a lie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can't even think it's it. A it's a fuck. It's a fuck. Um, let me go to our show notes very quickly. Is my nail doing affecting you in any way right now? Is your nail doing affecting no, you? No, actually, that's a great, you should do that all the time because you are perfectly in line with your mic and you're not talking right into it. Oh, and I'm, how about still, that? I'm not moving. My friends, am I too, am I, am I, um, peaking? No, I don't, it doesn't sound like it to me here. All right. And here's the other thing: okay. when you're, if you're recording on the Rodecaster Pro, you can't peek because it. Squam it's all set up. Yeah, it, it's yeah, set it up. Squashes. It's, it's pulling that. It'll. Yeah. It'll do it. Yeah. You can't. Okay. I'm good. I'm Twenty confident. minutes later. All right, let's get started. Holy monkeys, poopy face. 